the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Hey everyone, Tyson Mutrix here with Maximum Lawyer Podcast, and we're trying something new. We're bringing on people to talk about their products and services to help you all out. And today I have friend of the show, awesome SEO guy and lawyer, Seth Price. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good, man. So uh, we're going to talk a little SEO today. You've got some tips and some inside information for some people. But before we get to that, some people don't know this. You've got an SEO company, Blue Shark. Do you want to talk a little bit about that before we get into what we're going to talk about? Sure. Blue Shark Digital was sort of a, a passion play grown out of our own in-house marketing at Price Benowitz. So I started a law firm 10 years ago with a college law school buddy. We basically grew the firm with digital being sort of the backbone from the two of us to now 32 lawyers. And we've used digital as one of those accelerators. You know, some people do TV, some people do networking lunches, they all, all those things different marketing ideas work. We just dug really deep into digital. And through doing that, ended up with an eight-person team and said, hey, I think we could share the love and expense. And we're formed uh, Blue Shark Digital about two and a half years ago with the idea of replicating the success we've had for ourselves in digital for other law firms around the country. All right. We were talking a little bit before we started just about the fundamentals. You all focus on the fundamentals, which I think is pretty cool. We always hear about like, Okay, you know, in basketball and baseball, you start with the fundamentals. So what are the fundamentals? Right. And there are four. Anybody who's heard me speak before knows it's content, it's links, it's the coding or technical component of the website, and the local component, the Google My Business is what it's called now by Google. And if you focus on those areas and actually execute in those areas, websites take off. And when somebody comes to me and says, hey, my website's not performing the way I want to, you know, more often than not, one or more of those areas is being neglected or ignored. And as a consumer, like anything else, whether you're buying malpractice insurance or signing a commercial lease, you almost have to become a mini expert in that area. And I think that digital marketing, SEO and PPC are no different. It's really expensive. For a lot of people, it's a black box. And that the world has changed while there are some nuances and angles that uh, digital marketing players use, in general, they're fundamentals. Like if you don't have any content going on your website on a regular basis, that's a problem. You're not going to be able to perform as well as somebody who's writing awesome, great authoritative content on a regular basis. 
Same with links. If somebody says, hey, you know, my competition's crushing me, and you do an AREFs, uh, a tool that you can search once for free online, and tell you, hey, what, what links do I have? When have they been coming? If you've been paying somebody for months and months, and there are no links being added to the website, that's a problem. So really what we're trying to say is, you know, it's not just, you know, talking about it. That's not that difficult. What's really difficult is executing on each of these areas and consistently month after month, continuing to move the needle to demonstrate to Google that you're an authority in the area you want to be and that when somebody searches that you come up as a reasonable answer and ideally the best answer for what somebody is looking for. So is there a way to cherry pick some of the stuff? And I know that you, if you're going to do all four things, you should do them well. But I mean, is there a way for someone to easily get started and sort of cherry pick the, like, for example, Google My Business, an easy one to get into? Is, is there a way of doing it that you can sort yeah, of get absolutely. off to a I would hard say, start? Right. And something that, I, that I'm a big believer in, you and I have talked about, people do what they like to do. If you like making videos, make videos. Because if you dig really deep in it, there's a good chance you'll find a way to make a buck. So if you love to write, writing content. There are people, even within the Maximum Lawyer community, they don't hire an SEO company. They just write great content every day or every other day. And that content grows week after week, month after month. So, you know, resources in competitive markets, yeah, it's important because you need to be able to produce things in a meaningful way. But particularly if you're in a second tier market, or if, frankly, you're starting out and have limited resources, pick something and dive deep. I would argue that almost any of these areas that we talk about can make you money. You know, if you produce content, if you say, hey, I hate content, but I have, you know, I have a good 40 pages on my website. I'm not going to write every day because I hate it, but I love relationships and I'm going to call people up and I'm going to figure out ways to get links back to my site and I'm going to find, you know, get myself in the press. There are people, uh, you know, like a Mitch Jackson who are great about getting in the news. Now, he's not doing it for SEO, but that same amount of effort that it takes to get yourself quoted by somebody, the nominal extra effort to have it linked back to your website, that's SEO. So if you love being on TV and you can get yourself on TV and convince those reporters or newspaper writers, if you're in the paper, to link back to you, each of those fundamentals you know, is SEO and that, you know, what we try to do for our clients is bring all of that together and frankly understand that most people don't have the time or inclination to do the writing, to do the link building, to do all these components, that if you're able to do some of it yourself, it's awesome. And I know people who have done remarkable things simply by writing every day. Yeah, William Media is one of those people that just put a lot of effort into that element of it. So he does a really good job. I'm a huge fan of his. We got to, uh, you know, know each other both uh, online and then in person at the Maximum Lawyer meetup. And, you know, people say, oh, do you disagree with him? No, I don't disagree with him. And he doesn't disagree with me. It's like, what he's doing is great. And he says, look, if I had a bundle of money, I'd go build links as well. But right now, from where he is and where he stands, he's crushing it with content. And that's just awesome. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about is Google reviews. That's topical these days. You and I were talking about it. I actually saw the person that has the most reviews in our area plummet recently. Let's talk a little bit about Google reviews and SEO and Google My Business. What, what do you have to say about sure. that? Sure. So like Google My Business and Google Local, it's huge, right? The three-pack is all important. It's something that everybody can get into if you're in a – assuming you're not in a mega market, a big city with a generic type of law, it allows you – 
to get your local search traffic. So if you have an office in the suburbs away from everybody else, Google is saying, hey, this is your opportunity to give people an answer for a location that's close to them. So it's got to be taken really seriously. And you're right. It's not that much effort to set up if you're not. Something's wrong. Generally, what I see is most people have their main office set up, but they don't necessarily have their auxiliary offices. So first, is everything clean? Give it. Second, you make sure mistakes people make. A unique phone number for each office. Okay, Google wants to look at them each independently. Third, there's a ton of stuff. It's coming fast and furious. You're getting the ability to put posts up that you can leave up for a week at a time. You get the ability to put a company description of 750 words. You can put photos and videos, videos under 30 seconds. You're able to take photos with a third-party service. Uh, there are contractors that will come and connect Google Street View into your Google My Business. All of those are conversion factors. But what it's doing is it's taking seriously a piece of real estate that's really, really valuable. The sort of penultimate of this component is the review factor. And look, there are reviews on Google, there are reviews on Yelp, on Avvo, uh, on Facebook. But for many people out there, the Google review is a really important factor. And one of the things to take seriously is that Google is really smart. They watch what we're doing. They know what we're doing. You know, a lawyer who's part of uh, what, this extended community started saying, I'm going to go review all my lawyer friends and have people do their same. And you know what? It may work for a minute, but at least from that campaign, they all came down. And that lawyer has now spiked reviews again. Don't spike things. Do them gradually. Do them organically. If it's something that wouldn't make sense, if Google's going to look at this, when I say look at it, the algorithm looks at it and says, hey, this is unnatural, whether it be links or whether it be content or whether it would be for reviews, Google knows what's not natural and eventually it'll catch up with you. And the last thing you want to do is see your reviews disappear overnight. So making sure that you're not having a computer in your office with a single IP address for people to review from. Bad idea. Making sure that everything that's done is genuine, done right, and it takes more effort. It, I, I won't lie. It would be a lot cheaper to have a computer in your office and have people sit there when they check out to leave reviews. Google doesn't want it. If Google doesn't want it, we shouldn't be doing it. So reviews are something that, you know, it's asking for something from your clients. But if you, first of all, do a great job, it's a heck of a lot easier. So I think reviews are one of those sort of humbling moments when you look at your closed cases for the week and you say, okay, who's review friendly? You want to make sure that you're producing a product you can be proud of because that's the easiest way, raving fans. You know, secondarily, now you need to sort of get by sort of the logistical question of how do you get people to do this while not angering Google? And, you know, part of that is whether it's from somebody's computer at home, whether it's on their phone, on their own mobile plan rather than through the firm's Wi-Fi, making sure you think about and execute a plan with your staff so that you can have people demonstrate online how great a lawyer you are offline. I'm going to give a little mini tip on how we do it. So we'll actually send a text to our clients. We'll make sure that they're not in the office whenever they do it. But we actually, if you go the additional steps, so you can find your Google My Business page. But there's a, if you do the additional step of clicking the review section where the reviews automatically pop up, and you copy that link, it makes it that much easier for them to give that review because it's actually kind of hard. If you send them the link, it's actually kind of difficult to find the review section to give the review. 
So if you take that element out of it, we've seen a much higher rate of people giving us reviews when we send them the link. So that's a little mini tip. And ironically, it sort of dovetails into an area that Google has been making noise about. And I'm not sure where it's going, but it certainly needs to be looked at carefully. So Google has stated publicly that they don't want to see what they call gateway pages. Gateway pages are a page either on your website or a third-party provider, like a podium, where it says, were you happy with our services? And if the answer is no, it takes you to one place. And if it's yes, it allows you to leave a review. Google clearly doesn't want this. And so I believe they've made an investment in podium and those gateway pages came down. Other companies like Birdseye and others out there may still have some form of them, but it's sort of buyer beware. So Google is trying to figure out how can they get genuine reviews that aren't being manipulated by people. So one thing to keep an eye on, I'm not sure where it's going, is I love what you're doing. And historically, that's been a great way to generate reviews. There may come a point where Google doesn't want to see that link emailed if it's a unique link and that they want people actually searching, finding, and leaving the review. Again, I'm not telling people that they have to abandon their current uh, tactics, because I know it's a heck of a lot easier. It's very hard for the average person to find the right place to leave a review, but making sure that everything that we do doesn't leave uh, footprints, and that if you're able to get people to leave reviews through Googling and finding you, that may at some point in the not distant future be an issue. And that I don't want to see people who, you know, use a technique that Google ends up disfavoring losing reviews. Because the worst part is there's no judge or jury. It's whatever Google wants to do. And if you've been playing this game for a while, as we have, we've seen cycles where, you know, every once in a while, a dozen or two dozen reviews can disappear. And it's really disheartening. So anything you can do, one thing, for example, if you have multiple offices and somebody reviews all of those offices all at once, Google is saying no way. And I've seen examples where if somebody reviews all the offices, either at once or possibly even over time, Google doesn't want to see that. And it's really, I think, rule of reason. Don't get too aggressive. And there are exceptions to every rule. If you're sort of in a super competitive market, you have no choice but to do it, but understand the risks, okay. But for most people listening to this podcast, you know, slow and steady is going to win you a lot better ROI over time than if you try to spike something with a newfangled hyper approach. I love it. All right, Seth, we're going to wrap it up there. Tell everyone how they can reach you. And I understand you have an offer for the listeners. Sure. I'm at Blue Shark Digital, B-L-U SharkDigital.com. Come to the website and fill out a form or just email me, Seth, S-E-T-H, at Blue Shark Digital. My cell is 347-661-9999, 347-661-9999. And anybody who starts with us via the podcast, we're going to throw an extra $500 of PPC at them in their first month after launch. You know, we didn't get a lot into the distinctions between organic and PPC, but we're sort of playing around a lot recently with the advantages, particularly of a new site, of pumping some PPC dollars in to show the Google algorithm traffic flowing through it. Well, Google will say, you know, loud and proud that they don't take paid traffic as an indicator of the value of a website, meaning they're not trying to make you pay to play as far as the organic algorithm. What we are seeing, and again, I cannot prove this definitively, but anecdotally what we're seeing is that 
paid traffic is traffic, and that if traffic is coming through and people are engaging, that we're seeing an extra bump organically. So we thought, hey, why not give the listeners an extra bump? That's our sort of promotion for anybody listening to the podcast. All right, Seth, I appreciate it. Great information. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. Great to be here and uh, can't wait for uh, 2019 in St. Louis. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.